0: Welcome to the Real Man Podcast, where we talk everything Brookwood football. I'm Jackson. I'm John. Unfortunately, we're not going to be joined by Dylan today. Um, He had something come up, and we got to get an episode out to you all, so here we go. This week, we are talking about Customer City, which is the game tomorrow night. And this is one of those games where we must win. It's a region game. Brookwood, you know, coming into this game... Riding up high hopes, we're three and two. Of course, our losses are to Hueytown and Hillcrest, two very, very good football teams. Two teams that are always a high, high, like people, high people in the playoffs that we always hope for. So, my question, Hayden, is how do how do we think that Brookwood is going to prepare for Westminster tomorrow? Because right now they're all, they're what oh and five, oh and four. They haven't won a single game this year. Oh and six. Oh, actually, yeah, they're oh and
1: six. If I'm correct, yeah.
0: Yeah, they haven't won a game this year. So this is a perfect opportunity for Brookwood to go in and get another region win out of the way because we already have one against Central. We just need we need another.
1: Yeah, I agree. And When it comes to preparation for this game, I, I don't have much to say really about how to prepare because, you know, I mean, I don't really, I mean, I just say prepare like you normally do except, you know, prepare at a high level. I mean, that's all I can really say. But I do have to add on is the fact that when we played against Hueytown and got blown out 67 to 14 or I think it was 13 if I'm correct anyways, when we got blown out by them, you know we, everyone could have thought that we were just or the players themselves could have gotten down next game, played like trash, thought you know just gotten mentally down. yeah, but with how I saw them play against Central, after that loss against Huey Town, and the, I honestly don't have much to say uh, preparation-wise because just the mentality they had going into the Central game after losing like they did, especially against Town, you know, with the, uh, it just, I don't think there's anything, I mean, I don't know of anything you can do to prepare other than just prepare like normal. But I'm not really too worried, I would say, because like I said, the mentality they had going into the game against Central was... Very surprising for me, and it was not really anyone who was, you know, upset, sad, and mentally down. Matter of fact, there was a bunch of people that came in there frustrated from that game. A yeah. crap ton. And another thing, when Dylan brought this up, is that, also, when I, uh, that we cannot, and this will probably could be a big situation, is we cannot play sloppy in the first quarter. Or the first few snaps, or anything like we did against Central. I think we need to come out dominant and then slack. I wouldn't say slack off a lot. Matter of fact, you don't want to slack off. But I'm just saying, like, come out hard, but don't gas yourself. Like, don't completely, just completely throw yourself out of the game where you can't even breathe.
0: So, here's something I've noticed about Brooklyn this season. And again, Dylan's, this is someone Dylan has pointed out in the past. We play. We play later. Something that I've yeah. noticed, especially in that Central game, that first quarter was 15 nothing, and then Brookwood decided to start, start hitting on the gas around the second, third quarter. I don't yeah. think we need to do that. I think early on with Bessemer City, especially because of our past with them, we need to be aggressive to start out the game. Because last year, the game was an overtime victory. It was 28-22 and in a very exciting football game. Yeah, I just think that we need to execute on offense. You know, block well. Give Kobe time to throw. Expect, open up that hole for CJ to run through. Give let Otis make plays, and that defense just needs to lock down. You know, Elijah. Need whenever he gets in, it's just such an explosive player. With, along with Reed, Micah, Andrew House, Otis. I can name so many people on that defense to just make big plays. But it's, what my, think, my
1: question is about that. Oh, I'll let you go. I'm sorry.
0: Um. But what I think that we need to do is, I just think I think we need to trust Matt Hughes a little more. We yeah. I don't think he's gotten a single target this year. I think that keep he, if he's playing receiver on offense, I think he needs to get a little bit more involved. But we can only see the Namar. Okay.
1: And, and back on what you're saying about um playing for first quarter defensively that comes we have like you said brought like you brought up we have the, the ability to play good throughout a whole game i it's just that the consistency is what always scares me the most of the time it's because we can play a great defensive game the whole time for aka against the game in west blockton and then just completely and sometimes you know it could be first quarter we slack off or it could be uh midway towards the end of the game. for example against central We placed – the defense slacked off in the first quarter, gave up 15 points, picked up in the second, and then slacked off in the third to pick up in the fourth. That is my issue is defensively they have got to be consistent and not continue to let – like not slack off for every play. And don't let them get double what they normally do because that – one yard – you may think one yard is not a lot, but sometimes one yard can kill you.
0: Yeah, one yard can be that – and that's something the Bramlett preaches. Play to the whistle, sprint through, no matter that last yard. That last yard could be the deciding factor of the winner or loss. And with every, with every sprint, with, every, with everything that we do, we need to be able to do it like it's the last play, like it's the last thing that we're ever going to do on that football field.
1: Yeah. You know, I always, and, I always
0: go back to last year whenever we whenever we played Oak Grove and those last couple of plays. I wanted, I wanted it so bad. I wanted to hit somebody so bad. I wanted to make that play. I want that same type of drive for everybody else. I want people to have that same mentality to finish the play, even if it's your last. To make an effort to just be, be that, be a great football player. That's what we need to do.
1: And for me, when it comes to offensively, I like how well. How do I word this? I like how the offensive scheme has been. I think the coaches have worked the offensive, the offense, pretty well. Some questionable plays, but you know that that'll happen in every game, NFL, college, no matter what. The one thing though that I think has got to be worked on a lot, and it's nothing against him or them, but it's two things. One, Kobe has got to be consistent. If you Which, you should, which means, in my terms, I mean that, you know, throw, throw uh, it's hard to word it, but just basically say, basically play consistently. Like, don't slack off for a second because no matter what game you're playing, I like what I said, don't play, even if you're playing someone like, for crying out loud, whole, don't play the game like you don't have to. Exactly. They're like, oh I oh I can just walk into here and I'll play and win and I'll win automatically. Don't do that. For crying out loud, Texas and freaking Alabama. I mean, you don't know. So yeah, exactly. that's that's what I'm saying. And I think he, he's a great granted he is a good quarterback for him and he's not bad. But his consistency and in, in like playmaking and everything like that has got to be fixed and adjusted. Nothing against him. It's just, yeah, I think he should be. I think they should have worked on him a lot during practice a little bit after that that Hillcrest game. Now, the other thing is the O-line. Our O-line is stacked with players. I'll get uh, Will Sanders, Brooks Bentley, all of them, and it's a good roster. The only issue I have with the offensive line is they don't buy Kobe enough time to, to, to look, go through his reads. Because exactly. that game against Hillcrest, he couldn't read it. He, the, the second he got through two of his uh, options to throw to, he was already being blitzed and he couldn't look at the other two. So I think offensively they need to kind of be a lot more be just help Kobe with like time in the pocket.
0: I've stated this before um, that we are an unbiased podcast. Yes, we love Brookwood, but we will we will tell. We won't be like harsh, but we will say what needs to be said. And I'll say that Kobe, I haven't always been too fond of Kobe, and I'll admit that. Like Kobe has this year proved me wrong on every level, and I love that he has. I love that he's come out and he is, and he has produced the way that he has. But this that game against Hillcrest is really a like, it really sets, sets something. It, it, it need, that he needs a, a little bit of more work. You know, a QB always needs to work. And I think that one thing he needs to work on is that deep ball. He, he needs to work on placing that ball where it needs to be placed. And with the O-line, I just think that we were outmatched. You know, our O-line is one of our strongest things. One of our strongest things that we always go back yeah. to in Dylan Freeze is the O-line. But again, with, there's always a problem and there's always a team that we are going to face that's going to give us a problem. No matter who you are, there's always that one team.
1: Yeah, like I like the way I like to put it is, you're gonna have a weakness, and the people that are against you are gonna use that weakness. So you have got to fix that weakness. So for example, the O line not allowing Kobe enough time, you've got to fix that weakness and give him time because if you don't, every other team that you're going against will be like, hey, they can't they can't give Kobe enough time in the pocket. Let's send a, I don't know, 4-3 blitz. I mean, you know, something to to tear through that O-line and get to Kobe faster faster than, you know, he can get time to get get the ball off. And so, you just got to, the way I'm going to put it is, if any of the players are listening, fix the, even if it's minor, fix the minor mistakes because other teams... Are going to use that against you as much as
0: they can. Yeah, I think, and like like you said, teams are going to exploit that. That's what they do. They watch film to exploit the weaknesses. And what I think is one of the biggest weaknesses for Besmer City is that passing attack. Of course, of course, they've always really been good with the rushing, and they've always been good with stopping the rushing. But last. Last year, they couldn't. Last year, Jake went off. You know, and he always would. You know, he was, he was yeah. one of the top rushers in Alabama in terms of rushing yards. You know, he had 1,000-plus. But I think that we exploit the play-action. They're going to stuff the hole for the run this year. But if we hit them with a little play-action pass and throw it in midfield, that could, be go- that could be gone for six. I always love that slant pass with Otis in the open field because it gives him room to split the safeties and go score. Otis was one of our fastest players. You know, let's put our guys out there to make the plays and give them the ball into their hands, and we will see magic. Even on the kickoff returns, whenever he gets that ball, he's zooming. You know, I, I think this could be one of the games where he gets one of those kick returns and he takes it to the house. And... Just a little, just a little off-topic announcement. I, I, I will, well, not now. I'll make it a little off-topic announcement later. But are you, um, are you gonna be at the game?
1: Um, as of now, it's up in the air whether or not I will be. But I, so I don't really know. But I should. All right.
0: Um, well, we, um, here at the Roman Podcast, we also like to, whenever the, we. We can't go to games. We go to the games to give more of an in-depth view because watching it on a stream is way different than experiencing the game in person. Because you can tell a lot more. Yeah. From being in person, you can see. You can see more of the. You can feel more of the game there, and, um, I think that. I just think we need to move on a little bit from Bessemer City. Um, I do want to take a little bit, not much, but a little bit of a dive into Brian. I'll save a little bit more for next week, but um brian is it's one of the it's like Bessemer city in a sense that both of the teams have fallen off drastically from my sophomore year like sophomore year we got blown out by both teams but now they're both like they both just are like different completely different football teams last year we suffered a heartbreaker versus paul bryant and that just seems to be a recurring theme with us the past two years we lost to them in a very close game. Or my junior year, in my senior year, we just lost it by a heartbreaker. And I know for a lot of the guys that played, that that game just it sticks with them. But I I remember it like just clear as day, and it still sticks with me. But I I think this is our I think that that week is one of the chances to finally get another region win out of a get another region win, and then we just go from there.
1: I'm not, it's nothing to do with, um, Brian or anything, but I wanted to bring this up because I got word, and this is confirmed, by the way, it's about the new stadium. Um, they are starting construction for the new stadium, and it should begin within 7 to 14 days after October 1st. Oh. And the confirmed date that the stadium should, and it's, uh... Is what they said. It should. The stadium is confirmed to be built and finished on August uh, August thirty first of twenty twenty three. Really, I don't think it's. Gonna yes. Be to... Uh, um, yeah, I got that. Uh, Brandon actually told me that he got it confirmed by. I can't remember who he said he got it confirmed by, but it was confirmed by. I think the school itself or something like that. But yeah, it is confirmed to be finished and built on the 31st of August on, in 2023.
0: I think, if it's confi- I, I think if it's built by then, that would be excellent. But I don't think that's going to happen. Usually things don't happen like that. Like yeah. they said, they're going to build a stake and shake in Tuscaloosa. And that just never happened, you know? Yeah. There would be lands lanes out there for forever. But I'm, I really hope it does get built in that time. That would be I would really be, so big. I, I'd be so happy to go there for week one. Um, but, uh, I'm happy, the, I'm happy that we're in a new field. Um, yes, we love Billy Joe Youngfield. That will always be the field that will always be my home field, but they, there was just a lot of, there was just a lot of holes in the ground and it was, it was getting old. Yeah. So I think it was the time for, there was always room for change. I think
1: that but. stadium was in use in like 1930, if I'm
0: correct. Yeah, that stadium's been used for a very long time. Yeah. But i'm happy that we're getting a new one it's gonna be great you know our our football field is a ballpark field but we um we'll we'll make use of it to it uh i want to really touch i don't like we don't talk about them a lot that the middle school team
1: oh yeah that yeah that is true
0: the brooklyn middle school football team has been doing very well the past couple years
1: if I'm correct, didn't they beat ACA uh, last week? Because I know no. they, they were. Uh, they didn't. All I know they were, is that they were upsetting them at first.
0: Yeah, they were, and it was an unfortunate loss. They lost by two points. Wow. You know, it's Man. a very good game. You know, against Hillcrest, they also they lost. It was a very good defensive battle. Like it, they lost six to two. It was a very good game, and I think that um, I think this team very it has a lot of heart, and I think this team shows. A lot. Um, I always go back to our middle school team, my year that was just so good. There were so many stars on it. So I many. I hate that mid year
1: was the year that I, that I didn't
0: play. There could have been so many. There's so many guys that could have been, but just I had just left. Um.
1: Just, just,
0: um. I don't
1: do, really you, got do you want to put started. in your?
0: Do you want to put uh your score prediction in for the next game?
1: Ooh yeah. Um. Honestly has you know, that brings me a question actually, did Panther Analyst happen to upload anything yet or no? Uh on the next game, let me look. But um why you're looking for it. Um I don't really know. I think honestly, if we play a great defensive game and the offense let's say the offense just plays uh I'd say like good enough to win, but not something like, you know, you know, those little mistakes that cause some problems that, you know, reoccur. I still think that even if Brookwood's offense plays a little bit back off, not saying that y'all should or they should. I'm just saying if they played a little bit back off on accident or whatever, I still think that there could I still think that this, that Brookwood will pull off the win. Now if Brookwood plays a way better ball game than they have played all season. I'm honestly gonna say the score is probably gonna be like 30 something at least 10. I'd say that I would say Bessemer City gets at least maybe a field goal or something like that. And I wouldn't say a touchdown, a, touchdown, a touchdown, but I would say something like 20 something to maybe 30 something to 3 10, something like that. I don't see Bessemer City getting much against our defense if our defense plays well and plays like they should. And especially if um, pa- if Bessemer City's passing game can't um, uh, play out, pan out well for them, that could really help Brookwood out a lot because, like I brought up before, Brookwood's run, run defense is not bad. I mean, it's not bad. It's been pretty good. Passing yeah. game, however, is a little sketchy. But, as I said, even against the game in Hillcrest, and I said it last week on the episode, on last week's episode, is that... Our pass game has gotten progressively and way better than it did, and it has matter of fact, early this season and last season. Because, like I said, they only allowed them to like short, medium route passes, and so I think that honestly, if the offense and defense plays the best game they've played all season, even with a little bit of mistakes, I think that we would pretty much kind of should, somewhat shut out of City. I I just
0: I just want to say this before I get my score prediction that the Panther analyst. Um, they are, they are very good at breaking down the game. Um, and they use, they, they do use really good like points. So I, I I just wanted to make that stated before I like continue because I've, I've just seen some stuff on it, but, um, my score prediction, I think Brookwood comes out with this game. Uh, I think 34 to, I think 34 to six, I think. I think we both equally missed a field goal, but I think Logan hits a couple, and I just think that we, I think we shut, I think we pretty much shut him out on defense. I think that we just play our game. I think the offense just executes what they need to. Of course, there's going to be some punts in there, but yeah, I I really think that Brookwood can come out of this with another victory and advance to four and two, which would be very good. Um. Yep. Do you have any uh, other remarks? This show's not going to be a long one since it's just me and Hayden, but
1: um i don't really have anything else to say
0: um like like we all, make sure to recommend this to your friends you know like it on facebook follow our instagram uh we do that we stream this on we upload this to rss before it gets uploaded to spotify so make sure to follow us on spotify like it make sure that y'all y'all are listening every week because we're gonna have at least one out every week if not more we do plan on having a guest on the next one i'm not going to reveal who that guest is um make sure to again listen out uh thank you guys for listening to the roman podcast i'm jackson i'm john and this was the roman podcast no bad